Welcome to the Big Mike Fund Podcast, where you learn about advanced wealth building strategies from real estate investing to creating massive ROI and secure retirement profits. So pour yourself a cup of coffee, grab a notepad, and lean in. Big Mike has got the life starting now. Welcome to the Big Mike Fun Podcast. I'm the Big Mike, Mike Zlatnik, and today it is my pleasure and a privilege to welcome Philip Vincent. Hi, Philip. Hi, Mike. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing great. Glad to be here. Thank you for joining. Philip is a founder of the Mom's House. Um, it's a senior living um, business, right? Uh, but before we jump into that, let, let's talk a little bit about Philip. He hails from St. Louis. Uh, just talk a little bit about Philip, your family, I like to call it wife, kids, cats, pets, all that stuff. Sure, sure. I've got two young boys. I, I'm married for the past 10 years. I have two young boys, and we're getting to that point in life where they're six and eight, so we're becoming that family that all we do is sports, taking your kids to sports, getting your kids some sports. <laughs> we're, we're moving into that part of our life. And so my day job is real estate. Uh, single family real estate. And today we're going to learn how the senior living industry uh, feeds my leads of houses I buy for single family. And so I'm excited to share that with you guys. It, um, it, my, my journey started out of laziness and you'll be uh, excited to hear it said, I don't like working bad leads. In fact, I, I vehemently hate working bad leads. And so my goal was always to try to find the source of the best leads. And that's what we're going to talk about today. That's really cool. So let's dive into that again. Uh, I got you know married twenty one years for kids and a cat. I know the drill. It's uh, yeah. uh, especially when the kids are small, you have to be uh, there. You have to be there for your kids actually forever. <laughs> it's the one thing that you sign up for. It's a lifetime uh, commitment. So, but well, uh, and well worth it, right, Mike? I mean, it, the kids are the future, and it's like uh, I look at being a parent as they're like bottle rockets. Like we we have them at. We, we, we can, you know what I mean? They're, they're ours for a very short time. They grow up so fast and then you push them out to the world and make them be good people. So it's fun that every time you spend time with them, you're making them better for their future life. So I, it's, it's well worth it. Yeah. 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 I, I, I know the dream. My oldest is 21 at that point, at this point, you know, she's uh, on her own. So yeah, the time flies when they're small, still treasure the time because uh, before you know, blink and boom, they're gone. <laughs> totally agree. Mike. I try to do that every day. So that's great. All right. So let's talk a little bit about uh, your, the lead generation process. So first, a little bit, tell us a little bit about the mom's house, the senior living. What is the business? Uh, what do you do there? Uh, and we'll, we'll, uh, from there, we'll go a little bit into lead generation. Sure. Um, I mean, what is the business, right? It's called mom's house for a reason. If, if Mike and Philip are brothers and we find out today that mom's moving into senior living, we start to scramble very quickly on, is mom going to live by you, Mike? Is she going to live by me? Is she going to live by where she lives now? Uh, what level of care does mom need? Uh, we start to go out and we build resources that help us give us information because the most important thing is where is mom going to get the best care? And immediately that's the flashpoint of the family also saying, how the heck are we going to pay for this care? That's very, very expensive. And that's where they go. We need to sell the house. And what are we going to do with this stuff? And so mom's house was born out of trying to find people at that flashpoint. If you think about a lot of people, they send direct mail. Um, see if this sounds familiar to the listeners. Indirect mail, they mail to people over the age of 65 that have lived in the house at least 20 years and have a lot of equity. Why do they do that? It's because they're hoping and dreaming that they're the exact moment of what I'm talking about here. My, my leads are at the flashpoint 
without having to have, you know, uh, direct mail is only as good as, as long as you leave the machine on. You have to mail them and mail them and mail them and spray and pray waiting for that perfect moment. With my leads, they're literally raising their hand saying, now is the right moment. Right. So you find them when that event happens. And unfortunately, mom cannot no longer stay in the house. And exactly you got to right. sell the house. And, and at, that, at that time, you want to catch the lead because they have substantial motivation. Yes, sir. That's the number one thing. That it's true need to sell versus want to sell. Um, the family is scrambling to make good decisions in that moment. And they're truly trying to figure out where is mom going to get the best care and um, that transfer of trust. So it's hard. I call her lovingly. I call her daughter, Judy. Daughter, Judy's the one that's still near mom, the one taking her to the doctor's appointments, getting her uh, life, you know, from that forever home into the community. That transition is very difficult. There's a lot of burden on daughter, Judy. And the last straw, a lot of times, are, is when the realtor comes in and says, hey, I need you to clean this place out. I need you to do this list of updates before we list it. And so that's the family's like, no, wait, I don't even live in town. I live 400 miles away. I'm not going to do this. And so sometimes it's funny that people say, well, Phil, that's a good little niche that you have. And I always smile because um, it's not little at all. It's seven out of 10 Americans over the age of 65 are going to live in some sort of assisted care before they pass away. And so that's a big, big number, Mike, not a little number. Yeah, this is, um, how, how should I put it? it? It is a unique niche from the point of view that um, you're solving an immediate need and, 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 and an urgent need for the cash, unless mom has saved a lot of money and can pay for long-term care, the house becomes one of the most valuable assets that need to be sold to generate the cash needed to take care of, the, of mom's um, uh, senior living expenses. So do you do anything with senior living itself or you pretty much just uh, market to folks that are in that position and you, you generate leads for, um, you know, for an investor to come in and make an offer on the house? Great question. And I want to make sure we clearly differentiate what I do and what the question was there. I do not own and operate senior living communities. I augment those communities because every time of, here, you know, here's a hundred thousand dollar sentence that you guys can write down, maybe a million dollar sentence. I ask the question, do you ever have a situation where they want to move mom in, but they can't until they get the house sold. And it's usually met with a laugh because they're like, Phil, every day, that's what I do here. And I'm like, I know, are you working with anybody like that right now? In two sentences, I just asked for the sale without e even saying I'm a realtor or an investor. And so that's the thing that you need to know about this, the senior living world is that the investor, when you say the word, you know, in our circles, we love the word investor, but in the senior living world, world, they, all they hear is the word shark in front of that word investor. Vulture. Let's hear vulture. Vulture, shark, not negative, right? Guess what? It's even worse when you say you're a realtor. And I know half your audience goes, oh, I'm a realtor. Well, so I am too. But listen to me here. That's how they've been fixing this problem for the past 30 years. When somebody meets a realtor, their brain shuts off. They know what a realtor is. They know what a mortgage person is. They know what a financial planner is. It's nothing new. But what we're doing is we're positioning our investors nationwide to be a solution for the senior living problem of needing to get that house to, to, you know, liquid cash as quickly as possible. So mom can worry about her best care, not who's going to rehab the house. Yeah, I got you. I already like it. I mean, it's a pretty brilliant idea. So your, you. uh, your uh, business is to approach senior living, I guess, owners, operators and offer the service to them when they get customers who want to 
afford it, but they can't because there is no cash. And and you're just looking for that introduction to help them get there, right? Yeah, and the communities, Mike, is, is one of the 15 different job titles. So that's just one of 15. There's about 15 vendors that are in the senior living world that are having that, that tough conversation with that family. And I teach investors who to find, where to find them, what to say, more importantly, what not to say, and how to work with them. So do you have educational program or you have, uh, you sell leads? Yes and yes is the answer. Um, we don't allow it. We have education and then we decide if we're going to work with them. The problem that we have is that I can't let everyone in, Mike. I truly have to care about who comes into my program because um, a lot of investors are too transactional. They're not, they don't have enough love in their hearts. They just, they want to meet and they're boom, boom, boom. With what we do, with Mike, we say we're in the hugs and kisses business. And if you can't get with that program, then you're just not right for mom's house. And that's okay with us. We're looking for the right investors. If we, if we just wanted a warm body in every city, we could have done that two years ago in a week. If you just wanted, you know, a quote unquote investor. I truly spend this three days sympathy, empathy training for the investor world. I'll give you the analogy that we use, the crockpot and the vase. The investor world is full of crockpots and the senior living world is full of vases. And you can't mix the two together unless you know what you're doing. And investors will come in unknowingly thinking they're doing it right and put their foot in their mouth without even knowing what they're doing. And they're going to blacklist themselves. And, and that's, and by the way, I learned this the hard way in 2011. I, I had to learn all of this the hard way. It was, I have a big personality. I was a crockpot. I had to learn how to mold myself into what that industry needed. Yeah. It makes total sense. You, you absolutely want to pick and pick and choose people you you're working with because it needs that compassionate and empathetic approach to, because it, it is a difficult situation with, uh, for the family to deal with. And without that approach, it becomes, um, yeah, it's a mismatch of, of, of talents and you could easily uh, destroy a relationship with a couple of wrong words. So yeah, makes, makes total sense. I actually, you, l- l- <laughs> uh, I like it. I have a, I have a partner who does business in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, I don't know if you have anybody over there, but I'd be interested to have a follow-up conversation. <laughs> Not related. I appreciate that. It's a, it's a great honor to go on these podcasts and realize that uh, you guys want to do it too, because you see, and guess what else? What I do is not trendy. We've got a 20-year run in front of us right now that's getting ready to happen. It's happening daily right now, all these boomers. We have a 20-year run in front of us. So it's not trendy. This is not going away. This is not this new flash in the pan. This is not text message blasting and all this horrible stuff that I think is just spam that's out there. This is truly, I think it's the American dream, Mike. It's, it's helping a lot of people and making a lot of money. I mean... Yeah, it makes, makes a lot of sense. So let's have a follow-up conversation specifically about, you know, Jacksonville market and, and that, but, but we'll, we'll, you know, we'll do it outside of the podcast. Yes, sir. Uh, I'll be happy to. Yeah, I, 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 I like this approach. It's a great lead generation if you can establish these relationships with these uh, senior living facilities. Uh, I mean, <laughs> the, the other thing that comes to mind, that would be a terrible thing, obviously, when the mom passes and it's, it's a funeral home conversation. This. Well, uh, yeah, there's some my, connection there. Unfortunately, you know, both create sources that will, you know, hopefully mom will stay in, this, in a senior living for a while, but that conversation is an entry point. And the other one is it's too late to that point, unfortunately. Well, and, and to go along with what you're saying, you're, you're, you know, you're talking about probate, right? Probate is a big, big lead source in senior, or I'm sorry, in real estate. People love 
probate are probably my second favorite leads. And let me give you the fundamental difference in probate and the the industry, by the way, I started calling what I do is pre-probate. I didn't name it that, but they call it that. Um, probate, if, if Mike and Philip are brothers and mom's passed away, you and I are going to fight for every dollar because it's our inheritance, right? right? It, it was When mom moves into senior living, whether they get you know 92 grand or 88 grand or 96 grand for the house, it almost doesn't matter because that money is going to sit in an account and it's going to get chiseled away each month until it's gone. And then Medicaid kicks in. So the family's goal is not, you know, they, we can't sell it for 92. We have to get 96. Well, okay. That extra four grand, what did that really do for the family? It actually did nothing for them. They're really looking for someone they can trust in that time to do what they say. And once again, why I can't let everyone in mom's house is because there's a lot of people in our industry industry that don't do what they say. All I want people to do is do what they say, Mike. And it's a hard thing for our industry to do. And so that filter we put through there to go through that three days of training is to find the people with the right heart condition that know if they put daughter Judy first, if they really listen to what I'm teaching and, and implement it, that they can have a, a lead source that comes to them from now on. And so you, you talked about knowing how to build those relationships, right? Um, I don't know the true lifetime value of my relationships yet because I'm still doing deals with them to this day. So people in 2011 that I started working with, I'm still doing deals with them today. So his and her relationships are the lifetime value of it is still going. This is so much different than a one and done direct mail where you're only as good as your last drop. I I used to live that life. I know that life. I I have a business now that comes directly to me. And I want to show your listeners how to do that in your own areas. Like Jacksonville. Yeah, it makes sense. It is what you're doing is, is, is a, is a, uh, slow steady but long-term relationship building and uh, taking the right care of the people uh and 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 solving a real problem and at the same time not being in a fast lane but more of a being a long-term um business builder so it makes a lot of sense to me, uh, of course, and this is almost irrelevant. Is the market going up, market going down, whatever's happening, this happens. And you're right, baby boomers are you know, getting older and that wave continues to, to take place. So it uh, makes a ton of sense to build these relationships uh, with the, um, I, I'm trying to remember what I've, I've seen this, this, this concept in the past before. I never really thought, uh, too much about it. I, that was a cool idea. I don't know if it was, I've seen the mom's house or something very similar, but the concept does make sense and it does take substantial training and it takes the right type of personality to do this. This Great. cannot be traded like a commodity. This needs to be a compassionate business. Sure. Yeah. And the name mom's house came about because even if dad is the one that's still alive, we always lovingly refer, what are we going to do with mom's house? It's like the one that ruled the roost and, you know, she was, you know, she, she was the one that run the house. And so mom's house is what the industry calls the house. It's what are we going to do with mom's house? So momshouse.com, it's a great domain. It's easy to remember. And it's, it's, it comes out of love is how that came about. And I assume that's the best point for people to reach you. Momshouse.com, right? Not a bad way to go. I think a little more direct with your, with your listeners would be momshouse.com slash three day. And it just talked about our training a little bit. Um, if they go through the mom's house, that's fine. But I'm just saying a more direct way to do that, uh, that training that we do. Makes sense. So talk a little bit about the training. Yeah. So what are you doing the training? Uh, uh, you teach people how to approach the senior living owners, operators, how to Not build really. a rapport. 
Yeah, that's a great question. I think when people hear me, they think I walk in the front door and I put out my hand and I say, I'm Philip and I'm an investor and I buy houses from people moving into nursing homes. And I always laugh because I said like three things wrong in that sentence that you should never say. I don't, I'm not a cold caller. I don't walk in unannounced. I don't walk in with appointments. I teach people who there's about 15 different job titles, not just the proprietor. That's one of the 15, but there's 15 different job titles of people that have the ear of the family. And each one of them are different. Let me give you the best example I can. A social worker, underpaid, overworked, love, a proprietor, money, money, money. Those two humans are both on my list, but they're, they're, they couldn't be further away from each other on the spectrum of, of just who they are as people, right? You can't have the same elevator pitch for both people. So all 15 job titles that I teach people about, each one of them, we go very deep into three days into the psyche of that person because everyone cares about what's in it for them. And so I teach you who to talk to, what to say, what not to say, how to position yourself, where to find them. Um, here's a question if I was listening to this right now. Great, Phil. That sounds like a great thing. How long is it going to take for me to have traction, right? That's what everyone asked me. In the beginning, Mike, in 2011, I was working about three to five hours a week networking. Three to five. So I'm not even giving people a full-time job here. Um, some go-getters might do more than five hours a week of networking. Um, some might do less, you know, everyone's different. Uh, the cool thing about what I do is I, I have this saying, it's that 20 is plenty. And what I mean by that is if just 20 people in Jacksonville know your partner down there, Mike, you guys can do 20 to 40 deals a year with no cost. That's a bold statement, right? 20 to 40 deals in Jacksonville with just 20 relationships at no cost. And they're the best leads in the industry. So this is worth your listeners time to commit to this because it's not just a one and done deal. This is a building relationship that continues from now on. Wow, that's 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 really powerful. Uh, I agree with you. If you if you build great relationships and you maintain them over time, um, they they send you referrals. They send you leads. So makes yeah, makes a lot of sense. Um, so uh, how often do you run these, these trainings? Uh, so if people are interested, do they sign up? You run them every month, every few weeks, every, you know. Yeah, we're, we're to the point we're growing so much that we're doing them about once every 33 days. So basically once a month um, and they're growing each month. We have a, a, we're building a learning center right now. It's kind of exciting times here, Mike. Uh, we're custom building our learning center. Where in St. Louis? In St. Louis and a, a town called Chesterfield where, we, where I live and uh, building a, a learning center to really show people are blown away with how big this opportunity is. It's like, I think it's like hiding in plain sight kind of a deal. You know, it's obvious that that's the moment they sell the house, but I've been doing this for 10 years. Right. So to me, it's like, it's been obvious, but now I'm telling the whole world about it. So I love it when you give me those kind words that this is, I don't, I don't know if you said genius or brilliant. I think you said brilliant. I, yeah, it is. It was so brilliant that I was in 2011 you know, back in 2014, I was on Bigger Pockets podcast. I didn't say a word about this because I didn't want anyone else to do it. That's how powerful it was. And now here we are with this nationwide company. Now I'm telling everyone. So it's, it, it's the time is now. And I feel like the saying that I heard, which I like, is that all of us are going to work in senior living, whether we want to or not. So you might as well embrace it and get in front of these leads. And so that's a probably a, a bold statement, but I think it's worth saying. Well, it makes a lot of sense for 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 uh, folks who operate in this industry. I mean, the amount of uh, the leads and and you talked about this, the, the, these the, these postcards and these letters, they're just a ton of waste there. 
and people are trying to call and cold call and text and a lot of I call them unwelcome difficult marketing and uh, a lot of smart guys still doing it that maybe the the numbers work uh, but uh, it's it's heavy lifting and it's not it's really transactional like you said it's really not relationship building you're not investing for long term you're just trying to um, catch the the next you know motivated situation and quite often uh, it's expensive and it's difficult and you have no uh, call them like you said unless you keep sending these letters uh, you just will not going to catch a referral there so it's I, I absolutely makes sense so um, again we, we're kind of short on time so besides uh, uh, mom's house seminars and 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 some you know some joint ventures that you do uh, any other thoughts, comments, or this is you? I mean, this is what you do day in and day out, and people just go to the uh, momshouse.com and and uh, reach and that's you know schedule time for the next event. Any other thoughts, comments, parting? Yeah, I, I you said something earlier that I thought was really profound is that even when the market shifts, this it gets more important. Right now, people have more options than they've had in the past. Um, but that's going to change. Like I've been doing this 23 years, so I've been through the cycles. And so we become more valuable as the market shifts. So I really think it's, it's a future proof way to do this business. Um, what we do as investors becomes more valuable when the market turns, uh, when they don't have a retail option to go to. And so, um, it works now and it works in bad markets, you know, so this, this is worth our time and attention to devote to it. Yeah, and I mean the value of a lead, of a qualified lead, uh, is is incredibly higher than you know trying to, to source source a lead, and you're, you're sourcing it straight from the um, maybe even a trusted party, like you said, social worker or somebody else, where there is a rapport. So you, it breaks the ice, which is incredibly important. That's that's the biggest thing in this industry. How do you establish trust? And, and establishing yes, trust is hard, and and if you can do that through uh, this technique, you could get there a lot faster and better. Appreciate your time and wisdom. Again, once right. again, what's what's the best way for people to get a hold of you? Do you prefer to go to the website or is there another way? Yeah, momshouse.com slash three day, the number three, D-A-Y, or momshouse.com slash three day. Thank you, Philip. It was very enlightening and educational and uh, you know, hope, hopefully folks will reach out and um, learn a little bit about uh, your program and uh, and let's chat offline. I'm, I'm interested uh, to connect you with my partner uh, in Jacksonville and have a conversation and see what, and I'll take it from there. I'd be honored to. Thank you, Mike. Thank you for having me on. Thank you, Philip. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Big Mike Fun Podcast. To receive your copy of Mike's How to Choose a Smart Real Estate Fun Book, head to BigMikeFun.com or visit Amazon and type Mike's slot name. Keep listening and keep investing Big Mike style. See you on the next episode.